Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I tell you, if you're a wrestler, you don't want to be part of a company when it changes its name. For some reason, it always results in some people just vanishing. Yep, one day they're here, the next who the flub knows. We have talked about this before when the WWF became WWE, so today I am Simon from What Culture, obviously. Please do subscribe. This is 10 wrestlers who disappeared when TNA became Impact. 10 Jesse Godders. Now you know him today as Mr. Pectacular because he has a nice chest who is doing some very good work on the indie scene, as he did when he signed with TNA back in 2011. I mean, he was a two-time tag team champion alongside Robbie E in the group known as the Bromans. So you knew instantly what you were getting. He was there for a while too, but when parent company Anthem changed TNA to Impact in June 2017, he was gone almost instantly. Even weirder, his last match came in the March before that, and that was filmed in January. Wrestling taping schedules are weird. Kinda feels like he was forgotten about a bit too quickly, but yeah. Afterwards, he was an OVW national champion for 522 days, so he's still smashing it. Just wasn't really given any proper send-off wrestling. Number 9, Chris Melendez. In August 2014, TNA thought they had something with Chris Melendez. He had a very real military background and was basically an actual hero, so why not present him as their hot new babyface? A fine theory with one problem. The powers that be tried to force the audience into buying into all of this, and you know how that goes. He clearly was putting in the work because other notable names like Bully Ray and Mr. Anderson constantly went to bat for him. Sometimes, these things just don't work out. Who knows why? You try, you fail, you move It was clear management agreed as when the big change was coming, he was never featured again. And to be honest, we haven't seen much of Melendez since. Maybe he realized the wrestling business can be ridiculous. I think we can all understand that. Number eight, Rob Terry. I mean, look at this ham hock. Just insane, right? If success was based on physiques, this dude would be a 10-time world champion everywhere. All the way from Wales, Rob Terry was still featured a lot, but you could argue he was too big. I mean, picking up something looked like it could be a struggle. The Freak was definitely a utilized player at one stage, but again, when all these talks kicked into gear, I suppose it was time for a reshuffle, he was forgotten about instantly. Terry did find his way onto the indies where he's been doing okay, but I guess he never hit the highs companies were expecting, because we see what can happen with guys of this size. It does go to show, though, the body is important, as is the look, but it is not everything. 
Number seven, Marsh Rocket. Unless you are the most hardened of TNA fans, you probably don't remember Marsh Rocket. Signing with TNA in 2016, the idea was he could be the injection of agility the X Division needed at the time. At one stage, those in charge even thought he could lead the thing. It didn't really go to plan, though, because this was March, and by April 2017, he was done. Yep. The weird tapings meant once again Rocket actually appeared on TV after he had been released, and the real shame with this one was the promise was there. It was just never acted upon, I would guess, because all these shifts took center stage. Still, this did feel a little bit unfair. We built the dude up, and then we showed him the door. I imagine he was a little bit pissed off. Number six, King Mo. King Mo was ahead of his time. While everybody is doing it now, he signed a deal with both TNA and Bellator MMA in October 2012 so he could be part wrestler and part fighter. TNA soon became obsessed with this for some reason, and while it wasn't a smash success, it was different. Then in 2015, he was released. We weren't done as two years later, the King was brought back to be in Bobby Lashley's corner at Slammiversary, but that only raised more questions. If they were still able to work together, where the hell did he go? These days, he does have a deal with MLW, and it feels like his mixed martial arts time is done, mostly because he's 41 years old, and that's just how it works. I do remember when TNA went crazy with these crossovers, though. I mean, who can forget when Tito Ortiz showed up? My word. Number five, Loki. So this is an odd one. Loki has been here, there, and everywhere, and most hardcore fans know who he is, and even after leaving TNA, he was still working. The thing is, because he had name value when he did exit, it was a bit like he just vanished from any sort of wider coverage. Loki won the X Division title five times, so he had tenure there, but after leaving once, he was brought back when Impact was born, where he lasted four months and he was gone again. What? In 2019, he then made a one-night return, and outside of that, MLW seems to be his home now. It was such a strange situation, though, given both sides seemed to have no idea what they were trying to achieve. You turn up, you do a match, and you go home, and then nobody ever talks about it again. Before Tyrus, the story of this guy. Most will remember the Funkasaurus, which is still bonkers, and because most believe he was underused in WWE, when he signed for TNA in September 2014, there was a feeling this may pay off. Not really. He started as an enforcer for EC3 before becoming a monster in his own right, but then Impact came along, and by August 2017, he was done too, out the door. From there, he has wrestled a few matches for the likes of the NWA, but they are infrequent at best, and he spends most of his time as a pundit on news shows. If there was any chance of a big-time return, it seems like it's come and gone, and this is one of those what-ifs where the answer is, well, they treated him like a dinosaur. Only in wrestling, folks, it's one of a kind. Number three, Mr. Anderson. Of all the people I thought Anthem would go after when they rebranded, Mr. Anderson was top of that list. Be it WWE, TNA, or wherever, for years most fans believed there was something here we hadn't allowed to develop. I mean, he was a top star in both companies and a world champion in the latter. Surely there was something to at least try. Instead, in March 2016, he was fired from TNA for allegedly failing a drug test, and ever since, he's just been doing his own thing. But today, most he runs his own training school and keeps himself to himself. I do tell you, though, even in 2022, this story doesn't seem finished. For one reason or another, we never hit the heights we should have done, and it feels like it will never transpire now, and how mad is that? Anderson was going to be revealed as Vince McMahon's son at one stage, the things that could have been. Number two, Aaron Rex. When the then Damien Sandow was let go from WWE, every single fan lost it. He had smashed everything he had been given, even the dumb stuff, and it felt like he could be a star. WWE felt differently. He quickly went to TNA in August 2016 with a company shouting from the rafters this was the signing of the summer, and then one month after Impact was born, he was gone. This means he was active for just over a year 
What the flub? The now Aaron Rex was never really given much of anything either, and it must have had an effect because when he was done, he took a two-year sabbatical. The NWA brought him back in 2019, but I don't think this was the hope when he was supposed to get his big chance in TNA. It's almost a little bit like they didn't know what to do with ex-WWE guys. Talk about it in the comments. Number one, Tiga Uno. Tiga Uno is the second longest reigning X Division champion in TNA history. Yep, he held that belt for 199 days, and while that was a lot shorter than Austin Aries' 301 day reign, he is still in second place, so that counts. This was from June 2015 to January 2016, so clearly TNA valued him. And then as soon as Impact was here, he was totally lost in the shuffle, and then he was gone. What on earth happened during this period? Given he wasn't released till December and his last match was March, he sat around for almost a year before being let go, and many thought he would find his way into another big company, but he didn't. Uno has done well on the indie scene, but for some reason has never got an offer elsewhere. And I tell you, something was cursed during this changeover, and a lot of people got it in the teeth. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.